Hi, friends. Welcome to Becoming Multidimensional with Christine and Eliza. Eliza. And we're so excited to have this conversation today. Today, we're going to be talking about our luminous body and why it's important to you to keep this field clear and healthy, how it helps your physical body and your emotional body. Um, Eliza and I were talking a little bit earlier how we want this podcast, this when you listen to this, to be healing and inspirational. And so we do want to add in some meditations and prayers and energy work. And there's lots of things that we will be doing. But so in the spirit of working with our luminous body, we're going to begin today with a prayer. This is not written by us. This is written by Lisa Barnett. It's from knowing from questioning to knowing 73 prayers to transform your life. So we're going to begin with a chakra clearing and we're inviting you to use your intention to follow along and just sit in a moment and breathe into this prayer. Mother, Father, Goddess, God, please assist me to center as I go through each clearing, each one of my chakras. I start with my first chakra. It is open to spin freely as I release all blocks, constrictions, and energy that have come from others or any entities that are hidden in my chakra. It spins, clearing all 12 layers from the front to the back and forward again. My chakra is clear and energized, moving freely for all my body's highest good. I continue up through my second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth chakra. From my seventh chakra, the crown, I ask for divine support to create and bless this clearing. I align and connect all seven chakras with the magnificent silver column of light, starting from the crown down to the root. I now see this magnificent column continue back up Connecting and aligning with creator source. I am grateful. I am blessed. So we'll begin with that coming into alignment and our intention with our alignment and our energetic body is so important. So I'm going to turn it over to Eliza to begin our conversation on the luminous body. Thank you so much, Christine. So the luminous body, which I also like to refer to as your energy field, is a very quantum field that is vibrating within you and around you and is also very multidimensional, which brings us back to really the heartbeat of these conversations. Mm -hmm. And there is so much information that is stored in this field, which you can also tap into. So we are, if you can visualize it, you have this field that's vibrating around you. Now that field is also vibrating around all these other individuals that you're coming into contact with. So sometimes your fields will overlap, which is why you can perceive certain things about someone else, uh, especially if you're someone who is super open and super tapped in, which I believe we all are. And this field is just vibrating on such a multidimensional level. It's connecting in with your 
quantum self. It's connecting in with your past. It's connecting in with your multidimensional nature. And therefore, it's really important. And it's something that you also want to keep really healthy, really clear, and kind of know what's going on in your field. Christine, if you want to jump in. Yeah. So when you're beginning this work, so there's no better or worse, like a kindergartner and a PhD student. Everyone is equally valuable. And some people have more experience and more knowledge and information of sensing what is happening when you're out of balance. And if you use your intention, which is really all it takes, if that's something that you are interested in developing, it's it's really your awareness and intention. And as we have difficult emotions that are stored in our body and our energetic field, in anger, resentment, betrayal, hurt, those connect us to the people that they're attached to. And I'd love to tell a story about how intentionally shifting your emotions um, and past hurts can help you in your body right now. How this quantum biofield of information that connects our physical body to, I believe, our soul, to the center of the cosmos, to quantum highways connecting us to other beings and people all over the planet. Um, I know Eliza has a really great story and I hear stories similar to the one I'm about to share more often than you would think. So I had a client come in a few days ago and she said to me, I was here a year ago. And when I was here a year ago, what you told me was that I was holding energy of betrayal and it was getting in my way and causing some blocks for me. And it really, the work that I did after that really changed my life. And so I said, well, I'd love to know what, what did you do and what happened? And she said, well, after I went home, I knew what I had to do, which was forgive my ex-husband. We've been divorced for 15 years and I've been carrying this betrayal and resentment for 15 years. And he did some really horrible things to me and he never once acknowledged it or apologized. And so I went home and I knew I had to free myself. I knew I had to let it go. I knew I had to forgive him. So just within myself, she didn't send an email or call or anything along those lines. But what she did do was sit down and very intentionally let it go, forgive him and intentionally move on and let it drain away, let it clear away from her body. And she said the next day after 15 years, he called me, acknowledged what he did and apologized for it. And she said, it was so shocking to me that energy really is real. I see these things happen all the time. This is a, the fact that it was the next day is, you know, a particularly um, astonishing story, but these this biofield, this quantum computer that we are part of is constantly in communication with our physical body and the outside world. And the small changes that we make are constantly broadcasting and changing 
the relationships, the dynamics, the way people see us, the way people view us, the way we see ourselves, the thoughts we have about ourselves. So being really intentional about what emotions are you carrying and understanding, know thyself, understanding what it is you're carrying. So then you can name it and then work towards beginning to release it. Um, Eliza, I think you have a really amazing story also that you firsthand happened to you. Yeah. And I just love the visual of that because it really is like a ripple effect. When you shift something within mm -hmm. your own field, there's a vibrational frequency that is sent out to the universe. It's sent out to every person you've come in contact with. And it's sent out to you literally when you're walking around throughout the world, that vibration has shifted. And so you're attracting different energy to yes. you, which is really key. I had a really similar experience. And I also want to talk about forgiveness because mm -hmm. there are certain instances where and we're just going to be blunt here. It's really hard to forgive. And maybe that's not something that you feel called to do. Maybe you've gone through something really difficult and you're just not at a place right now where that is resonating with you to, or, or honest to where you're at. Yeah. What I would suggest is to really go into forgiving yourself um, because how do I explain this? We unknowingly or knowingly take on that energy within ourselves and starting with forgiving ourselves for situations that maybe we didn't have power power to shift at the time but still we took on that energy creates a different vibration so even if you're not ready to forgive a circumstance or a, or another person involved in this kind of a situation forgiving yourself can have the same effect so to go into um, a personal experience, I remember this very well. I was in um, Mexico and I was going very deep with myself and I knew that I needed to forgive a certain situation and a certain individual. And I just remember diving into the ocean and really just like setting that intention. And I never anticipated or even consciously wanted an apology from this person, nor did I think that that would ever come. So I just remember diving into the ocean and just going within and, and forgiving the situation, forgiving myself, especially for putting myself in that kind of a situation um, consciously or unconsciously. And within a week, I actually ran into this individual and they apologized to me. And I was stunned. And I do this kind of work. You know, I've seen this happen for clients of mine, but I was so stunned how quickly, because as we know, time is instantaneously, but how quickly it had mapped out into the linear timeline of my life. And it was so healing for me and so unexpected and so beautiful that it definitely helped me shift some of those vibrations that I was putting out based on my lived experience. I I love that. And you just intuitively know, and by the way, the ocean, I mean, what a powerful healer the ocean is. I mean, so you're probably in Tulum, as I know of your love of Tulum. I was in Tulum. <laughs> um, so, and you intuitively just knew that. So my question for you, so other people will know, well, how does that really, 
you know, affect you. What did you notice after you, one, had that experience where you forgave, but then you had it affirmed by running into this person, getting the apology? How did that shift your life so in your in your day-to-day life? It's such a good question. I feel that my frequency and my field had changed. So I was holding pain in my field. So on some level, I was attracting that, whether that was just even not attracting painful experiences, but sort of regurgitating and repurposing the pain that I had already been through. So it it had been in my in my spirit and around me. So I was reliving it whether or not I was attracting additional painful experiences, which at the time, I don't really feel like I was, but that could be something that someone would experience. Mm-hmm. And it released a lot of energy to clear from my field and almost like neutralize so that now, even when I go back and I think about certain experiences that I've had that at one time felt very difficult and painful to me, mm-hmm. I have more of a neutrality around it. And I do feel that the healing came in to almost like unlock this energy and release this energy back to source so that I'm not vibrating it anymore. Not to say that, you know, certain painful experiences will always have some sort of pain around them or certain times may feel particularly painful. Not to say that that won't won't exist, but I did notice a shift within just the amount that I was reliving, replaying and vibrating. Yeah. So I think that when you have a lesson that you haven't quite mastered and haven't quite learned, that is in your field, that pain, that hurt, you are going to, there's a good chance that you will continue to attract other situations, other people who reflect a different aspect to work with that energy. And so by you diving into the ocean and really, truly releasing it from your field, you sort of mastered the lesson in a way. And um, I, and so yes, your frequency changed, your vibration changed, you were elevated, you, you know, you ascended a little bit more, you moved into a higher vibrational platform, um, I believe. I agree. And I would love to also touch upon how our our vibrational field and this energy field and what we store in it and how we treat it actually attracts certain things into our lives. Because as we know, um, vibration and energy is currency. So experiences are also energy. Money is energy. Everything in our universe works on an energetic source. So this is this field is so relevant to our tangible everyday life, but it's also relevant to our spiritual wellness. And I love you have shared with me how you refer to this as your energetic hygiene, yeah. <laughs> which I'm obsessed with and I have started using in my life, but how keeping this field really as clear and supported and free of more of those heavier frequencies actually brings new, exciting, abundant opportunities into your life Mm -hmm. and just helps you feel better. 
Yeah, I love that. I think this hygiene piece of your energy hygiene is important. The day-to-day things, the week-to-week things that you do. So for example, you if you didn't floss your teeth and brush your teeth and you went to the dentist twice a year, you'd be a mess. Like you would be needing root canals and all sorts of horrid things, right? So if you aren't practicing yourself regular maintenance of your emotional state, your energetic state, and then you want to go see a healer once or twice a year to clear it all out, it's going to be a lot of work to do. So the the rituals, the things that you regularly do have a huge effect on keeping yourself clear and open. Yes. And self-love, I would say, is the backbone of this. And the way self-love manifests, of course, it's great to go to the spa, right? But that's maybe not an option for everyone. So boiling it down to even the words that you speak about yourself, the acceptance that you give yourself, the understanding, the, the dialogue that you have within and without yourself, to me, is really the backbone of this field. And when you have this pillar of self-love, then you can bring in other practices that continue the flow and continue the clearing. 100%. The thoughts that you think are probably the most important part of your physical, emotional, energetic well-being. I don't think there's anything more important to that. Diet, food, exercise, yes, all of those things are important, right, for our day-to-day life. But we really underestimate the power of our thoughts and beliefs. So it's not always easy to control your thoughts. So what I would offer as a practice is if you are somebody who struggles to love yourself, is really to each day have a practice of breathing into your heart and just breathe into your heart and breathe, let it soften, allow your soft, your heart to be soft and open and radiate and imagine a channel running between your heart and your mind and allow this connection to flow with light back and forth and really try to infuse your mind with this energy of love connect into a frequency of divine love if that's something that you feel comfortable with and try to just infuse into your mind this energy of love so that that can overshadow other thoughts that may be more um, combative more cause more conflict so that you are thinking you're truly having this infusion even if they're difficult thoughts that can begin the process of softening the thoughts that are penetrating into our physical and energetic body because it is this it's not only bi-directional this field this field that is around us within us our physical body our cosmic body right if you can be in a state of more loving awareness that helps everything soften and feel more comfortable that loving awareness is also loving yourself. And you can feel that from people who emanate it. Um, if you've ever even seen a photo of Ama, the hugging saint, you you can feel this energy. I was very fortunate to, um, to be in the same room as her. 
and you're changed. You are, you are almost on a physical level transformed by the radiance of her heart. And each one of us has the power to do that. That is not reserved for some special people. Everyone with their intention and awareness can become that radiant, loving heart, if that is what you truly desire. I love that. And I feel that that just goes deeper into the why. It's like, why is this important? And, you know, I believe that all of us are trying to live happy, healthy lives. But unfortunately, some of us don't even feel that that's a possibility based on our life experience, based on difficulties that are, you know, beyond our control to an extent. Or they've been disempowered or disenfranchised in a way where many people feel like it really can't happen for them or they don't deserve it. Or there are all these different reasons why someone could feel like this wouldn't benefit their lives. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, it's like we are all also seeking to live this full life, you know, at our core, right? Before we felt that that wasn't a possibility or we didn't deserve it or we had experiences that made us not believe in ourselves, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So keeping your field clear, keeping the love and opening that channel within yourself really combats against depression, anxiety, fatigue, the thoughts we think about ourselves, at first it might be difficult to start reprogramming, especially Mm -hmm. for someone who has been very hard on yourself. But within that shift, you are able to live a balanced, peaceful, happy life. And I can tell you from personal experience, because if you would have told me 15 years ago, 10 years ago, you would not be beholden to just all of these different things outside of yourself to try to fill yourself up that you could mm-hmm. actually have peace within, I would have thought you were nuts. But going through this journey, this spiritual journey has completely changed my life. And if it can change my life, it can change anyone's life. And beyond that, again, okay, so with that's enough for me to say, okay, I'm co-signing this. I'm yeah going to going to try these practices to benefit my life but then also you're going to start to attract goodness into your life because what you vibrate is what you attract so you're going to attract financial opportunities you're going to attract um, experiences you're going to attract love you're going to attract all the things that maybe you felt weren't possible for you i agree because the more your mind becomes um, sort of condensed into certain beliefs and thought patterns. Well, it's not for me. That's for other people. They're, they're more fortunate. They're more lucky. They have the opportunities to do these things. We're not talking about any kind of practice that costs a dollar. We're talking about your internal landscape, your internal state of being, just beginning there. And I know that there are so many very challenging, horrific things happening in the world. And that's part of why we're doing this podcast is we want to put in back into the world, this loving awareness, this possibility of even in very dark times that there is a still small place within yourself where there is this ember, this fire that can always be lit, that it can never, there is a place within yourself that can never be extinguished ever. And 
So we're talking about just coming into this place of finding a sense of peace within yourself, no matter what's happening in your external environment, being able to breathe and come into a state of loving awareness for yourself. Let that radiate out. And it's 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 very possible. And I, I do want to come back to what Eliza was talking about, um, the self-forgiveness piece um, a little bit. I just want to circle back on it because I do think this is so important. Even people who hold stories from childhood, six, seven years old, of the shame and guilt of things they wish they would have done differently and blaming themselves for having been in a certain situation and finding those areas where you still feel or something may have happened to you and you maybe felt like you deserved it or it was your fault. And if you can't forgive that person, because I agree with Eliza, you, it's not always possible for you to forgive everybody, but really forgiving yourself deeply for any part that you are holding on to that you feel responsible for is a game changer in terms of shifting your vibration to then begin to vibrate a little higher, to begin to start attracting other situations, other possibilities. It's keeping your field open to wonder, coming back to that childlike wonder of possibility. Anything is possible, right? But you have to be open to it. That has to be the conversation. That internal dialogue is being open and receptive. Your energy field in a receptive place for miraculous, magical things to happen. So... Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you can expand even further into your field because again, there's a multidimensionality and a quantumness to our field that is connecting into our other lives. It's connecting into the part of us that is with source. So when you become this sort of bender of all this energy, you can really expand further into it and reap more rewards you can pull in higher frequencies. You can pull in different talents. You can pull in different opportunities. And so it, it exemplifies, you know, the quote that I live on, which is as within, so without, as above, so below. That's our field. That's what we're talking about, how this connects in with the self and then out with the source and everything around it. And I want to go back as well to talking about those embers and the light, yeah. right? We especially right now need to be the light and the light lives in every single one of us. If you're here, you're full of light. Even if you've had really dark experiences, even if you don't feel like the light, you still have that because you have a soul. And I believe that all of our souls are made of light. So just remembering that you do have the power to change your life, even if you know, you haven't experienced that thus far, you can absolutely start today and change your life. And I really do believe it starts with self-love. It's with your thoughts. It's with finding that inner peace within and you'll see everything will revolutionize around you. I agree. Okay. So I had a thought a couple of days ago and what you're talking about is every one of us, yes, we're all souls. We're all full of light. I mean, and we can talk about that, like scientifically, we are point zero 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 one percent matter and ninety nine point nine 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 percent empty space which is energy so scientifically we're light we're energy we can like even the science community we can all agree on you're an energetic being but i had this thought 
And I was thinking about being on the planet right now and sort of thinking about cosmic beings, thinking about all of these things. And I was like, you know, pretty much everyone on earth right now is like a spiritual psycho. <laughs> what I mean by that is I think anyone who chose to incarnate here, especially right now, it's like the way we view on our planet, the people who are like, oh my God, we're going to go hike Mount Everest. How fun will it be to go, you know, trek for days up a mountain in a snowstorm? Maybe we're going to die, but it's worth it, right? Like terrible food. And so we look at those people, these explorers who just have this adventurous spirit as like, you're kind of a psycho, but it's cool. Like it's that you're, that you're doing that, but it's so extreme. It's such an extreme thing. I feel like all of the souls here who are here right now, no matter what you're doing, like no matter what your job, whatever it is on some level, you are one of these like extreme athletes, but you're like, you're an extreme spiritual being because anyone who's choosing to be right here right now is an extremist. <laughs> so. I am obsessed with this. And of course it resonates so much with me as someone who one of the themes in my life is to find balance uh -huh. doesn't come naturally to me or hasn't, although I've made a lot of progress in, mm -hmm. in this lifetime, but I honestly couldn't agree with you more. That's amazing <laughs> yeah. analogy. So your little sweet grandma who's knitting and baking apple pies. She's also a psycho. <laughs> Spiritually, <laughs> okay. an extreme, extreme spiritual athlete. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Is there any, anything else that you want to add today? Is there anything that we have? So I think that, yeah, before we wrap up, I think maybe talking about just a few quick things that are the day-to-day -day things besides going through your field and wanting to observe, be honest with yourself about what you're holding. So that's probably the, and the, so the thoughts you're thinking, that's probably the most important piece. But let's talk about some things that maintain your physical body and your energetic body, because there are some simple practices that you know, but it's always good to get a reminder of things that are going to enhance your field, like sunlight in your eyes, exercise, Ooh. sleep. So Eliza, why don't you go ahead and talk about some of the things that you do to maintain your energetic field, especially given the work you do, you, like, you have to be clear. Yes. I love this conversation because it is so important to me and to the work that I do. I love taking showers. Honestly, taking showers, but setting an intention, right? I'm communicating with the water, which we're going to talk about water at some point because yeah. Christine loves water and knows a lot about water. And it's mm -hmm. amazing. Setting the intention with the water to clear out the energy that I've taken on through my work with my clients. Yeah. So I do a lot of that. I also love walking. So walking to me is the most grounding and clearing experience. You know, if I can walk up a mountain, that's the best for me. But also sometimes just walking in the neighborhood is really clearing. Sleep, I mentioned a little bit, but Getting the proper amount of rest for your body is imperative to keeping a clear energy field. Mm -hmm. Salt, so like salt baths, yeah. um, is very neutralizing and pulls out the energy. It like pulls it out and then you can watch it all go through the drain if you are taking a bath. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing practice. Mm -hmm. Then also just visualizing, setting intentions, and really just scanning. Okay, so I'm sitting 
with myself, even for 60 seconds. And I'm, I'm intentionally going into my body and my energy field and I'm saying, okay, what is, what is living there? Am I feeling some anxiety? Okay. I'm feeling some anxiety. Let me press into that. So you just send the direction to go deeper into that. And then, you know, you'll intuitively understand, okay, is that coming from a conversation I had earlier? Is that about something that hasn't happened yet? And then really intentionally saying, you know, I'm going to let that go, or I'm going to release that, or I'm going to watch that kind of come up and out of my body, whatever it is for you. Right. Those are all really, really great practices. I may have a couple to add on. One thing we didn't, um, we talked a little bit about during this conversation, but I think this is an important piece is for you said the end of the day, like kind of going through the situation, conversations that you had, can you release it? Another piece is as you're working on developing and strengthening and having your luminous field vibrate even faster, um, if your boundaries energetically are porous, then when you're around somebody who may be experiencing depression or anxiety or anger, those emotions, that energy can almost bleed into our field if you have a more porous field. There's a lot of very empathic people and who really confuse their emotions. They think they've come from them, but really they're coming from other people that they've, especially people they care about, right? They'll tend to take that on even more. So really, if you are feeling low, if you are feeling emotions that you don't understand why you're feeling that way, really checking in. Is is that mine even? Or is that am I carrying energy that is has come from somebody else? And once you have an awareness around it, then it's sort of you can dispel it and like hand that back. Like I I that's not for me to carry. That's not my job. My job is to show up as my most luminous self. So you can radiate towards me. I don't need to come down to meet you in the field of anxiety. It doesn't help them. Um, so there is that piece of under, being aware of, of what your boundaries are energetically. I would also add a few more. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that is such an important point, Christine. Thank you so much for adding that because that affects so, 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 so many of us. And some of us, you know, we are aware of it sometimes, but even me, I am not, not even me, like I'm any better, but, but I'm someone who's because very, you've done this work for a long time. Yeah. I'm yeah. very, I try to be very conscious of it, but it still creeps up in my life. So it's just a really important point. I think have. if you're human, there's, there's a potential for that. No matter, even if you're Ama, right? Even if it's very unlikely, but it, it can happen. So um, a couple other things to just work towards your daily, daily rituals. I mean, barefoot walking on the ground is incredible. Being out in nature, soaking up those negative ions, it's allowing discordant energy to discharge through the chakras in your feet and allowing like fresh, clean energy to come up. If you, if you can go to a park or you have a backyard where even in the snow, run outside for 30 seconds, be really intentional. I mean, I'm not amazing at it. I, tr I live in a snowy place. I, I try to, I don't do it every day, but I should. Um, so that's one practice. Um, and nature itself, nature is like you love hiking in the mountains because just resonating, coming into alignment with the vibrations, the frequency of nature, our energy field loves 
the natural world. I have a friend um, named Dorothy. She has a biophilic design company called Dayhouse Studio. And her whole company is bringing these natural elements into your house to treat all different kinds of ailments. Her boyfriend is a scientist and has done all the research and the studies. So certain things you would do for migraines, certain things you would do if you had maybe epilepsy. There's all these different things that you can do. So bringing more of the natural world as much as you can into your house is actually really helpful. Your breath, your breath is so important. So pranayama, all of our cells need oxygen. And a lot of us, especially if you're dealing with stress and anxiety, we are shallow breathers and we're not conscious and aware. So trying throughout the day to tap into, even set an alarm on your phone, to do some deep belly, belly breaths, right? Because that's gonna spread oxygen out. Your cells will love that. What your cells love eventually spreads out, radiates out to your field, which is another very helpful piece. Um, there are many, many, many more to explore, but these are just some, some easy to do daily tips to maintain your energetic hygiene. I love it. I love all of those that you shared and they're all really life-changing, every single one of them. So whichever one you resonate with, dive into and watch your life completely transform around you. Also stay hydrated, right? We're kind of walking aquariums, right? That's, if you think about it, that's what we are. We are these aquariums wrapped in this skin suit. So we need enough water and salt, right? To maintain this, this balance for everything to function as within, so without. So if you're dehydrated, um, you're not going to be functioning as optimally, as importantly, energetically as well. So there is always, all of these things cause this communication. And I just want to come back and hit this again. Your thoughts are the number one thing. The thoughts you think are the emperor of all of this. Empress. Like that is, that is, that is the highest level is really being mindful and aware of the thoughts that you're thinking about yourself and the thoughts that you're thinking about the outside world. Can you shift down? into your heart space and try to perceive the world around you through your heart and from a state of love. And on that note, I think that's a perfect place to say, we will see you next time. We'll see you next time. Thank you. We are so honored to have you here with us and we're excited to connect with you. We will figure out, at some point, how to have call-ins and all of those fun things. So we can't wait to get to know you. Thanks love for it. being here. Love it. Love it. All right. Bye, everyone.